This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And drives that to center. Center fielder Apodaca going back back to the track, and it's over the wall! Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Once again, Cougar baseball fans, welcome back inside Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park, located on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, for this Saturday matinee WCC series finale between the surging BYU Cougars and the Santa Clara Broncos. BYU coming into the day seeking the series sweep after securing their first conference series win with their first shutout win of the season last night, a dominant 10 nothing decision in which every BYU starter had at least one hit. I am your play-by-play presenter Greg Grubel, BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade is with me for expert analysis, but with first pitch coming right up, let's hear from BYU Head Coach Mike Littlewood in our leadoff interview presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And today, Coach Littlewood talks about having, a, well, BYU having put to work a not-so-secret formula in stringing together back-to-back wins this weekend. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about the big three, um, just quality pitching, playing defense, playing catch, and then timely hitting. Not just hitting, but timely hitting because we've learned that you can out-hit teams and lose games. And, and the only the only uh, stat that really matters is the score at the end of the game. And and so we, we've done a great job of all three of those. We played uh, – we talked about it on, on post-game last night, but we, we not only have we played just solid defense, we've made some really tremendous plays that have gotten us out of uh, big innings. And so, yeah, we've, we've, we just need to continue that. We're playing great. How close do you feel this team is to getting – on that role we talk about well I know the like you can feel the confidence you can see it on the field but you can kind of feel the confidence in the dugout um, and honestly right now I'm, I was wishing I would wish we wouldn't go to Nebraska next week and we could continue league play yeah. um, it feels like we're getting on that little bit of a role like we did last year when we, when we won what five of six of our last or, or whatever uh, series but it feels like that we're kind of hitting our stride and, and really it's when you're playing well is, is super important because you know I think we've been up and down up and down played really well at times poorly a few times this year uh, for the but the, for the most part we've been playing very very solid baseball and so uh, if we can continue to do what we did Thursday and Friday we're going to be fine moving forward and it's another Saturday start for Jansen Kiesel yeah Jansen's last outing was really good at St. Mary's the two previous were a little bit shaky uh, I don't know and and all the starts before that were great and so worked out a couple things mechanically with with coach Bradshaw and um, I expect a good start the, the nice thing is we don't have to leave him out there because we do have a full bullpen yeah. and and we'll probably have a short hook if it looks like he's can't throw strikes or um, doesn't feel comfortable or whatever but I'm you know I'm hoping for five or six good strong innings from him and then we can just um, try to win the game at the end. You don't play Tuesday you can throw a lot of people at Santa Clara if you need to today. Yeah we, we do have rest. We don't have a midweek this week. We do have four games next week so we're going to have to use a lot of pitchers uh, at Nebraska next week but yeah we've got a, got a full bullpen. The only guy that's not going to be available will be will be Bryce really and obviously Ryan Brady and, and the other two starters but everybody else is, is in play and all hands on deck today. Series win secure 
third time for a series sweep now. Yeah, I mean, we put ourselves in a situation where we need to sweep a couple teams that maybe we shouldn't. Um, Santa Clara is one of those teams that, at the top, good RPI team, came in here tied for second, 17-10 and 10 record. Uh, they're a good team. Uh, so to get a sweep against these guys would be tremendous. To get the series wins, good. But I told our guys, this, we're not done. You know, we want series wins, but series sweeps are better. <laughs> well, have a good one today, Mike, and we'll talk to you post-game. All right, thanks, Greg. That is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Time now for today's starting lineups brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Let's meet the visiting team, the Santa Clara Broncos. Head coach is Rusty Filter in his fifth season. He'll lead off as he has on Thursday and Friday. Number 24, John John Baring. Baring leads off for the Broncos, and he plays left field. Hitting second, number three, Coleman Brigman, the center fielder. Hitting third, number 31, John Hanley, the first baseman. Hitting fourth, number 13, Matt Jew, playing third base. Hitting fifth, number 12, Efren Manzo, the DH. Hitting sixth and getting his first action in this series as a starter, number 30, Michael Diaz. Diaz plays right field. Hitting seventh, getting his first action in this series, the second baseman, number eight, Malcolm Williams. Hitting eighth, number 17, the catcher, Cal Christofori. And hitting ninth, as he has on Thursday and Friday, the shortstop, number 21, Alex Lambeau. Starting pitcher for the Broncos, number 18, Jared Ficus, 5-1 on the year, a 3.22 ERA, getting his sixth start, the right-hander on the hill for Santa Clara. BYU will start a righty as well. Jansen Kiesel's taking his warm-up pitches. Kiesel, starting pitcher for the Cougs, jersey number nine. And he's 2-2 two two on the year with a 4.45 ERA. Batting order for BYU as follows. Leading off number two, Brock Watkins, the shortstop. Hitting second, the second baseman, number five, Ozzie Pratt. Hitting third, the center fielder, number six, Mitch McIntyre. Hitting cleanup, the first baseman, number 35, Jacob Wilk. Hitting fifth, the right fielder, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Hitting sixth, number 25, Austin Deming, BYU's third baseman. Hitting seventh, the DH, number 17, Josh Cowden. Hitting eight, the catcher, number 18, Colin Reuter. And in the nine hole, the left fielder. Off his first career home run last night, number 43, Dawson Hall. And we're about to get underway. John John Baring will dig in and face Jansen Kiesel. And here we go on a pleasant Saturday afternoon at Miller Park. A high noon first pitch, and the first pitch from Jansen Kiesel is a call strike. Tuckett Slade, good afternoon to you. Yeah, great to be with you here today, Greg. Excited for today's game. A short night, an early morning, and here we go again. BYU looking for the series sweep. And that's two pitches piped in for strikes from Jansen Kiesel. Kiesel back to a Saturday starting routine. His first start of the year was a Saturday, went to Friday for the next few. The last two starts have been on the weekend. Saturday starts for JK. All right, working on the third base side of the rubber, the kick and fire, and that's just high and outside for ball one. One ball and two strikes to John John Baring. Well, he's already back-to-back pitches at 95, so Jansen's feeling good today, arm-wise. Baring saw a four-game hit streak end last night. A quarter check, and it'll be ball two. Just missed down right there. Two balls and two strikes from Kiesel to Baring. First batter of the day. Outside, three straight balls from Kiesel. The count goes full. Well, last week, Kiesel had a pretty good start. He he struggled to start the game, right? Hit the first two batters. Was able to minimize that to only a run, but uh, did a pretty good job other than that. That's lifted to center field. 
Mitch McIntyre, a few steps to his right, no problem there. And one gone here in the top of the first. John John Baring retired on a fly out to center. Always nice to get that first hitter, especially him, because he's their catalyst. He can really run, create havoc, and he's the guy that kind of helps their offense score a bunch of runs. You mentioned that game last Saturday. BYU scored two in the top half of the first, and then St. Mary's did bounce back with one on the bottom of the frame with those first two batters reaching on the hit by pitch, as you mentioned. St. Mary's won. Another one-run nail-biter, 4-3. pair of 4-3 wins for the Gales. BYU won the middle game, going away 12-2. Called strike to Coleman Brigman. Brigman goes 0-2 as he fouls it out of play. Brigman leads the Broncos and runs, hits, doubles, triples, homers, RBI, total basis, slugging percentage. He is the man at the plate. And he crowds the plate. Awaits the 0-2 from Kiesel. The right-hander kicks and fires, and that'll be outside edge for ball one. 96 miles per hour from Kiesel. He's got it going early. Yes, he does. And he's a guy that, by the time he's a junior, he's probably going to be sitting 96 to 100 just because mm. that arm has so much potential. The 1-2. Foul to the backstop. Count stays one ball and two strikes to Coleman Brigman. He's on that remarkable streak of on-base Game's reached at 28 in a row now. This is the Broncos' 30th game, BYU's 29th game of the season. The wind-up and delivery from Kiesel. And that's foul tip strikeout, and two are gone. Here in the top of the first. Yeah, went to the slider there. He actually kind of backed up on him up and in, and because of that, he swings right through it. Just a little check swing into the glove. Good job, Good job by Colin to, to squeeze it. And that's the fourth strikeout of the series for Coleman Brigman. It'll bring up John Hanley, the first baseman. Another right-handed bat for Coach Rusty Filter. And that's right down Main Street for strike one from Jansen Kiesel. Two gone here in the top of the first. And John Hanley in the batter's box. And he's hitless in the series 0 for 7 with three Ks. The 0-1. Kiesel working briskly and delivers ball one away. One ball, one strike, two out, no one on. That's foul ball out of play down the first baseline. So, Kiesel ahead one and two to the third batter of this game and third of the first inning, John Hanley. BYU on the series opener, five to one, and then a runaway 10-0 last night. And that is slicing just foul down the right field line. It'll stay one and two to Hanley. Great group, Al Tuckett Slade with you from Miller Park for a final time this weekend. We'll be on the road to Lincoln, Nebraska. Four-game series starts Thursday at the bring, home of the Cornhuskers. Bring your coat. <laughs> bring your coat. It's going to be chilly. A Midwestern spring, and that's a grounder under the glove of Austin Deming at third. It'll roll into left field. Been a tough play for Dem, but he slid to his left. And the ball just skipped under his glove. Yeah, just passed his outreach on the kind of a half dive there. So reaching is Hanley. 
with his first hit of the series. Now one for eight here at Miller Park. Santa Clara's last Miller Park series as a WCC member along with BYU. That's inside to Matt Jew, the cleanup hitter. The third baseman, Jew. Three for seven in the series. It's been one of the more productive players for the Broncos who've scored just the one run in two games. The 1-0. One and one on the called strike. Tonight's home plate umpire, today's home plate umpire, Michael Goble. Alberto Ruiz moves to first. Rob Hansen, who began the series behind the plate, is at second base. Tyler Schmidt at third today. One ball, one strike, two out, one on. Man on first is John Hanley with a single to left. Matt Jew, three for seven, a run and a base on balls. In his first two games against BYU, an open stance against Jansen Kiesel. The 1-1 kick and fire, and that'll be a chopper up the middle. Handled by Pratt. He'll scoop it to Brock Watkins, and he'll get the runner at second. That'll do it. So Santa Clara in the top of the first. No runs on one hit. No errors. A runner left on. We go bottom one, 0-0. Cougs and Broncos on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. On BYU Radio. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the first inning here at Miller Park in Provo. Santa Clara got a hit, but stranded. John Hanley in the top of the first. BYU lead off with Brock Watkins. Watkins having a nice series. Three for eight. Three runs and four RBI. And three of those four RBI came last night. So Brock will hit for BYU. Right-handed hitter. Back-to-back lefty bats will follow with Ozzie Pratt and Mitch McIntyre. Josh Cowden, a lefty, and so too Dawson Hall at the back of the order. So four left-handed bats against the right-handed hurler, Jared Ficus. Ficus making his sixth start and into his 37th inning of work. First pitch to Brock. That's a take for strike one. Watkins working on a 12-game hit streak and 17-game on-base streak coming into today. Cougars in their Saturday black jerseys with the Sailor Coug on the chest. The black and royal caps with the Sailor Coug. The white pants today. Sharp look for BYU. The 0-1 and outside edge 0-2 called strike. Well, got a battle with two here. Two fastballs on the outer edge there. Close pitches that the umpire gave to the pitcher. Ficus gets a signal. The target set up well outside. Kind of a waste pitch, and Brock did not chase. One ball, two strikes. Ficus is long outing seven and two-thirds. Didn't get to 100 pitches in that game. 98 with a high pitch count in that seven and two-thirds of an inning outing. And that's fouled back out of play by Watkins. Count stays one ball and two strikes. BYU coming in two today, five and six in league. Santa Clara six and five. So with a BYU win today, we'd have a couple of teams tied in the standings. As for their placement, who knows? Because it's a log jam right now in the WCC. Yes, it is. One ball, two strikes to Brock. Ficus winds up and delivers. And that's a swing and a miss, a reach out, strikeout from Brock Watkins. Yeah, slider running away right there. Would have been a ball, but uh, 
you know, when you haven't seen that pitch a ton, it's hard to, to take that pitch. But his next time up, he'll do a better job of seeing that. The righty slider away from the right-handed hitting of Watkins. That WCC race will give you the standings in a second as Ozzie Pratt steps in. And Ozzie's a hot hitter right now. One out, no one on. And speaking of hot hitting, he drops it into right field. One pitch and one swing and one hit for Ozzie Pratt. I'll tell you what, the, the best thing you can do to a young kid is instill confidence. And, and when you're playing every day and you're getting confident, guess what? You start to really perform the way that uh, your, your talents will, will show. Coming in two today, Ozzie in his last five, hitting 550 with a couple of runs and three RBI. And he starts today with a single. First hit of the day for BYU. Puts Pratt at first base with one out and Mitch McIntyre stepping in. So back-to-back -back lefty bats for Mike Littlewood. Pratt followed by McIntyre. They'll check Ozzie back at first. WCC race. Gonzaga first at 8-2. and two, LMU second at 7-3. and three, Then San Diego 6-4. and four, Santa Clara 6-5. and five. Three teams at 5-5. Five and five, Portland, Pepperdine, San Francisco. BYU 5-6. and six. St. Mary's picking things up 3-7. and seven. And then Pacific in the cellar at 1 and 9. But between BYU and LMU in second place, not a lot to say in terms of distance. Yeah. Well, on the LMU, 7 and 3 is the big shocker because they were so... Really struggling yeah, out of league. <laughs> out of league, they really struggled. And so to see them start to win the games means that they, uh, they're they starting to play to their ability. It's inside to Mitch. Ball one. They were 3-15 and 1 before league play, right? Yeah, or yeah. including yeah, including yeah. non-conference games yeah. in league play, but that was their that's that's their non-conference record at this point in the season. It's a big change right there. Winning the right games, I guess. We'll see how long that lasts, but got a nice win to start their series at Pacific. I guess as expected, they get a win at Pacific. Things will toughen up for LMU, but certainly a 7 and 3 start is the early surprise of the season. Well, One strike to Mitch. They played St. Mary's and Pacific, right? And who else? Well, they had uh no, they're, they're playing Pacific right now. Yeah, that's right, that's right. They had St. Mary's and... Was it Santa Clara? No, I can't I think remember. it was Santa Clara. Yeah. Yeah, that was the game with the uh, the controversial end. Oh, was wow, it? look at that. Did they pick Ozzie so at they, first? They did, but he actually stopped his slide and swim moved around it and was able to be safe. So Ficus on the pickoff to first. Hanley had it in time, and... He thought he brushed wow. Ozzy's arm, and he lifted the forearm and tagged the bag with the other arm, and they call him safe. It's a great job by the umpire to stay on that, and he was safe. Coach Little was not talking to the umpire about he thought it was a Bach move there. Mm. On the pick move to first. Yeah. But, yeah, the throw had beaten Ozzy back to first, and he lifts the torso off the ground and tags the bag with the other hand. A lot of dexterity from BYU's second baseman to avoid the pickoff. The count to McIntyre now one and one with one out. And that's called strike two. Well, change up, change up to start, then backdoor slider. Not throwing Mitch fastballs right now. He might show one one and two up and away to see if he can get him to chase. One ball, two strikes to Mitch. Ozzie Pratt on first. They'll check him again. Yeah, St. Mary's and Santa Clara were the first two yeah. series for LMU. Wasn't that the one with the controversial finish, the 4-3? 
It was, uh, was St. Mary's LMU. Yeah, St. Mary's that, LMU. Yeah. yeah. McIntyre flies out to right on the one-two count. Pratt will stay at first. Hit well, 98 miles an hour off the bat. That's all you can ask your hitters to do is hit the ball hard. So McIntyre retired. And with two out, Jacob Wilk will step in. He's on a pretty nifty streak or a couple of streaks right now. Eight-game hit streak, 11-game reach streak for Jacob. Hitting 385 in his last six games. Two out, one on for Wilk. Another solo home run for Jacob last night. He'll check, and that'll be a tip for strike one. Jared Ficus on the plate. On the mound, the right-hander kicks and delivers. And behind the plate, Christofori frames and frames it for a strike two. Definitely frame that for a strike there. Jake didn't like it. Trackman didn't like it, but the umpire did. And that's what matters. Cal Christofori, the Yale grad transfer. Catcher for Santa Clara. The 0-2 now. Two out and one on for BYU. Bottom one, scoreless game. And that's a swinging strikeout. Jacob out in front of that. Off speed and gets Wilk swinging. That'll do it for BYU. So BYU in the bottom of the first. No runs on a hit, no errors. And a runner left on. We go top two, 0-0. Cougs and Broncos on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Danson Kiesel delivers a take and strike one by Efren Manzo to lead off the Santa Clara second. It'll be high and outside for ball one. One and one to Manzo. Manzo the DH. Having a nice little series. Four for six. Has the only RBI for Santa Clara in this series. As BYU's won the first two games by a cumulative scoreline of 15 to one. 5-1 Thursday, 10-0 last night. And Tuck, it was good to get that first shutout win of the year. Yes, it was. And first series win in conference. Taking the first two, looking for the sweep here on day three. That'll be three balls and a strike to Manzo. Manzo, the DH, has reached safely in seven consecutive. The right-handed bat of Manzo. The righty on the hill is Jansen Kiesel. Kicks and fires, and that's hit that's well really in the well. air to left center. And over the wall, into the pines, a Santa Clara home run. First home run of the series. And the only RBI in the series are courtesy of that man. Efren Manzo. Manzo with the solo shot to left. And Santa Clara opens on top. one nothing here in the top of the second. That was drilled to the gap, the uh, power alley and left. Yes, it was. Got all over that 92-mile-an-hour fastball. And hit that 419 feet right there to left center. Manzo's first home run of the year. Oh, you fall behind 3-1 and one and you got to bring a cookie. And he was on time there. Good, good piece of hitting there. You got to get ahead of hitters. So the solo shot, next hitter Michael Diaz lifts it into short center, a bloop single for Diaz, and back-to-back -back hits for Santa Clara. And Kiesel's allowed three hits into his second inning of work, has yet to record an out here in the second inning. One-nothing Broncos, one run on three hits, third hit. It's a bloop single by Michael Diaz. Diaz was a pinch hitter last night and was one for one in his pinch hit appearance, getting his first start of the year in only his fourth game of the year. And he singles. He's now two for four on the year. A couple of singles. 
So still no one out, and the empty count for Malcolm Williams. He'll square, and Colin Ruder will look Michael Diaz back to first. Williams, the second baseman, getting his third start of the year in his sixth game played. One ball, no strikes from Kiesel to Williams. He'll square, lay it down the first baseline. Picked up by Kiesel. He'll tag the runner on the baseline, and so Malcolm Williams is out, but a sacrifice bunt moves Diaz to second. Yeah, nicely done there by Kiesel to execute that. Instead of trying to make the throw, he just tags in. Nice bunt as well. And well laid down the first baseline, about a foot or two inside the paint. And Coach Filter is now asking to check to see if he actually tagged him or not. It's hard to tell he, on the replay. Yeah, he appeared to be right in the path, but then again, Ozzie Pratt evaded what looked to be a sure tag a few minutes ago yeah. on the base pass. So it's an umpire's conference right now. It's broken up, and they punch him out a second time. So the call's confirmed and one out. Runner on second for Cal Christofferi. Runner in scoring position for Christofferi, hitting 208 with runners in scoring position. Efren Manzo with a solo shot to open the second inning, puts the Broncos on top, 1-0. Diaz singled and advanced on the sacrifice bunt. So one out and one on for the Broncos. Christofferi crouches and awaits the first offering from Kiesel. Ball one. Well, Jansen usually pitches better when runners in scoring position. He really bears down and uses that emotion to pitch better. The six foot four, 185 pound freshman Jansen Kiesel winds up and delivers outside edge and gets the call for one ball and a strike. County even, one gone, one on. Broncos lead one nothing, top two. Strike two delivered by Kiesel. 1-2 now to Christofferi. Broncos have an excellent record when scoring first. They're 11-1 on the year. They've opened on top today. 1-0 here in the top of the second. Christofferi jumps back in the batter's box and takes outside for ball two from Kiesel. Yeah, just missed outside. Kiesel's at 31 pitches into his second inning of work. High pitch count on the year was 88. He's reached that number twice this year. Works on the third base side of the rubber. Glances back a second once and twice. Now kicks and fires. And that's chopper up the middle. Handled by Brock Watkins. He'll fire to first. Runner advances to third on the ground out. But now two are out. As grounding out. 6-3 is Christofferi. Brings up the nine-hitter Alex Lambeau, the shortstop. Advancing through third is Diaz on the ground out. Yeah, and it's good to get that second out. You know, him, him advancing to third now means that obviously a pass ball will score a run or, you know, a, a weak infield single, which before wouldn't have if he was just at second. So you got to bear down here, Chance. Santa Clara, a 261 team hitting with two out. Lambeau is a 139 hitter with two out. And down to 133 with runners in scoring position. He's got one at third base. 
in Michael Diaz. The 1-0. Skips out of the glove of Colin Ruder just a couple of feet away, so staying where he is is Diaz. Two balls, though, and no strikes. This will be the 35th pitch of the day for Jansen Kiesel. 2-0, two, two out, one on. Broncos lead 1-0 on a solo home run by Efren Manzo to lead off the second inning. Kiesel comes set, and from the stretch, winds up and delivers outside for ball three. So Lambos got Kiesel. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy you want right here. One of their worst hitters on their, on their team statistically. You got to go at him. Kiesel staring into 3-0, and that's the outside edge. The take from Lambeau and the strike called by home plate umpire Michael Goble. So it goes to 3-1. and one. See if Kiesel can work his way back into the count here. 3-1 and one with two out. And now Colin Ruder will jog on out to the mound in conference with Kiesel. Making sure they have the signals right. Don't want to get crossed up here and give a free run because Colin possibly thinks a slider's coming and he throws a fastball or vice versa. And electronic communication has come to college baseball, hasn't it? Just yep. to remind listeners yeah, what, so what, the, what the catcher has, catcher has at his disposal. Yeah, pitching coach can now, through a walkie-talkie, talk to the catcher in the earpiece and call his signals and pitches right there. So speeds up the game. 3-1 delivery from Kiesel. And that's piped in for a called strike two. So a couple of takes on 3-0. and And Kiesel right back in the count to fill the count at 3-2. and two. Two out and a runner on third for the Broncos here in the top of the second. Diaz on third. He singled, sacrificed over, and advanced on a ground out to put himself 90 feet away with the Broncos' second run. They lead 1-0. Foul to the screen. Cooper's out to keep that second run from scoring. Get out of this second inning with just the one run of damage. One run on three hits for Santa Clara. No runs on a first inning hit for BYU. BYU's won the series. Now they look for the sweep. A partially open stance from Lambeau. Awaits the 3-2. And closes that front leg and then laces a hit to left center. That'll be a run scoring. See, tries for two. And just a little offline is the throw. And digging hard with a sliding double. Yeah, hustle double right it's there. Lambeau. Good job there to fall behind, 3-0. Comes back to full count and then gets a fastball over the middle and laces it over short and good hustle to get the double. So Diaz scores on the double, the RBI double from Lambeau. Coach Mike Littlewood said in our pregame, because of all the fresh arms BYU has at its disposal, if they had to go to a quick hook, they could today with some comfort. But And now we see the first action in the BYU bullpen. We're in the second inning, two out. And... BYU's down 2-0. Runner on second is Lambeau. That'll be a called strike one. That was a hustle double, too. That, yes, was a, was. that wasn't a deep shot to left center. That was cut off pretty cleanly. But the throw in just a little bit upfield. And Ozzie could not apply the tag in time to get Lambeau at second. No balls in a strike. To the top of the order, John John Baring. Kiesel will step off. So action in the BYU bullpen early as the Cougars face an early 2-0 deficit. Santa Clara 2, BYU 0, top 2. A crooked number inning for the Broncos here in the second. The 0-1 from Kiesel, and that's 0-2. Jansen ahead of John John Baring. Baring flew out to center field to lead off the game for Santa Clara. 
We need to stop the damage here and get this out, keep it to two runs, get your offense up to try to go in and answer. Two out RBIs, right? Those are the name of the game, and so far the Broncos have one, looking for a second one. Bearing a 267 2 out hitter. That's a slow grounder. Charging is Deming. Fired a first and a bullet to Wilk. Ends the inning. So on the 5-3 ground out, Bearing is out. And the Cougars are out of the top of the second inning. But the Broncos in the top of the second scored two runs on three hits. There were no errors. And a runner was left on. We go bottom two. Santa Clara 2, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ryan Sapiti leads off BYU's second inning. We're in the bottom of the second, and Ryan takes a strike one from Jared Ficus. Ficus and the Broncos leading BYU 2-0 after an inning and a half. BYU's right fielder hitting five in the batting order, Ryan Sapiti. He's got Austin Deming on deck. Outside for ball one, one on one. He's pretty much a slider first, just kind of showing fastball so far early in this first to second inning. Three pitch mix guy is Ficus, 6'2, 225, the junior. The wind up and delivery. And out in front of that is Sapedi, a swinging strike. One ball and two strikes to Sapedi. It's got a lot of depth to that slider. It really, really breaks down and away to right handers. That was 81 miles per hour off the fingertips. One ball, two strikes to Sapedi. The Cougar right fielder, still BYU's RBI leader, and takes outside. Didn't get the outside call. Two balls, two strikes. Broncos coming in, having lost five of their last seven. And their first two in this series. Look at the salvage one. The series win already belongs to BYU. Broncos head home to host ASU Monday and St. Mary's on the next weekend. And that's good contact to center field. Center fielder, a few steps to his right. And makes the catch chest tied as Coleman Brigman. One gone as Sapedi's retired in the fly out to center. That's two times now so far in the first four outs that we've hit two lasers just right at him. Austin Deming hits in six of his last nine. We'll dig in. A third consecutive right-handed bat at this part of the lineup. Four, five, six, Wilk, Sapedi, Deming. And Deming grounds it up the middle. Base hit to center field. And a one-out single for Deming. Now three for seven in the series. What I love about Deming's approach this weekend is everything's been middle to right side. That's where he's been really good. Keep that approach. That's where he's at his best. Left-handed bat of Josh Cowden now. BYU's DH today. One ball, no strikes. One out, one on for BYU. Josh 0 for 1 is a pinch hitter last night. The 1 0 from Ficus to Cowden, and he pops it up. Shortstop, third baseman. Shortstop will call off. Lambeau makes the catch in the infield. Staying at first is Austin Deming. Two out now. 
Yeah, he got a hanger right in the middle of the plate. He was just tardy on it and pops it up to the shortstop. Good pitch to hit there. So Colin Reuter comes in on a six-game hit streak. The interesting thing about the six-game hit streak is it's six games with one hit yeah. in each. Yeah. They all count. Yes, they do. Colin series two for five and four runs scored. That strike one call taken by Reuter. So two gone and one on. We're the bottom of the second. BYU and Santa Clara. Great to have you with us on a very pleasant Saturday afternoon here at Miller Park. After a top ten crowd all time last night to watch the Cougars beat the Broncos 10-0. The 0-1 to Reuter from Ficus. And a check swing, two hopper to the pitcher. They'll run toward first. Underhand scoop it to first, and that'll do it for BYU in the second inning. So in the bottom of the second, no runs, on a hit, no errors, a runner left on. We go top three, Broncos two, BYU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top three, Santa Clara two, BYU no score. And leading off the Bronco third, Coleman Brigman struck out in the first, his fourth strikeout of the series. The Broncos offensive leader now three for nine in the series. Takes high for ball one from Jansen Kiesel. Kiesel remains on the hill. Cougar Pan still active. Jansen's given up two runs, four hits in two innings of work. Comes set and delivers. And gets the outside call for strike one. 93 miles an hour from Kiesel. One and one to Coleman Brigman. 14 multi-hit games on the season for Brigman, including last night. A single and a double for the number two hitter. Chops that foul off the facing of the BYU dugout. Santa Clara in maroon jerseys, gray pants, maroon hats, and the script Broncos in cursive on the chest. Again, the Cougs in their Saturday black Sailor Coop jerseys. The 1-2. Fouled out of play down the first baseline. Count stays 1-2. and two. To the Broncos offensive leader, Brigman, hitting 359 on the year. 391 as a leadoff, and he leads off the third. Broncos 2, BYU no score. Cougars still a nice edge in the first two innings this year in scoring. And that'll be a bloop to right. It'll drop in front of Ryan Sapedi, and Brigman's got his fourth hit of the series. Yeah, just put a good swing on it inside out. Just kind of fisted to right there, not hit very hard. Only, you know, 69 miles an hour off the bat, so that's definitely not a call to hard contact. That's five hits now allowed by Jansen Kiesel. And the Cougar arms are warming in the BYU bullpen down the third base line. BYU's first two runs number against, updating that to 43 to 26, even with the two allowed by BYU today. A healthy margin. We're in the third now. Hook's down two zip. Taking off is Brigman, and swinging and fouling is Hanley down the third baseline. No balls and a strike to Hanley, the first baseman. Hanley was 0 for 7 in the series, coming in two today, but got that out of the way with a first inning single. He was stranded in the first. Broncos scored both their runs in the second inning. BYU playing catch-up. 
Wind blowing out to center today. Hanley awaits the 0-1 delivery. And fouls that back out of play, so Kiesel gets ahead 0-2. Fifty-six degrees in Provo. Won't get much warmer than it is right now today. The 0-2 to Hanley. Fouls it back to the screen. That's a really good foul back right there, Battle, because that's a good slider for a strikeout there that he's able to get a piece of. Kiesel over 50 pitches through two complete innings, yet to record an out here in his third inning. Jansen coming into the day with a 4.45 ERA. Batter sitting 257 off him this year. As a team, BYU allows only a 242 average and a pretty healthy 3.32 ERA. It's much better than last year's. Almost well, a full run better than last well, yeah, year. Yeah, and last year, though, if you, if you look at the first 20 games, our ERA was right in that same spot. It was the back half, which we kind of went backwards. We started scoring eight runs a game. As but, other teams started to but, score but, more but, as well. But we gave up five-plus runs a game, yeah. and so... You put a bolt together, and that could be a really dangerous team. Yeah, Cooks did win a lot of shootouts in the yeah. back half of the year last year. The 0-2. That's check swing foul back to the backstop. Stays 0-2. Cooper Vest came out to retrieve that ball. And Cooper's one of those guys that would have been in the mix, yeah. but for a shoulder injury. With a left-handed bat for Coach Mike Littlewood, Vest would have been. There's been enough injuries this year already. Time to call it good in that category. The 0-2, the check back, and do they get him? No! Just diving back safely is Brigman. Yeah, close one. Really close right there. I think, think he got back, but boy, was that close. Cougs are due for another pickoff. They have 10 on the year. Well, when you have 10 on the year, teams know about more that. More wary yeah, about that number, yeah. yeah. The 0-2 to Hanley. No one out, one on for the Broncos here in the top of the third inning. They lead BYU 2-0. Two runs on five hits. BYU scoreless on two hits. Cy Nielsen, Carter Smith up in the BYU bullpen. One lefty, one righty. Kiesel looks back at first. Kicks and delivers. High for ball one. No midweek game for BYU this week. No Tuesday game. And that's Cooks will take off Wednesday and play a four-game series at Nebraska. Yeah, didn't want to have to play five games in a week when we scheduled that four-game series. So you decided, now you can't play a Tuesday. So travel day Wednesday, single game Thursday, doubleheader Friday, single game Saturday before heading back home. The 1-2 from Kiesel to Hanley, and that's a grounder to Watkins at short, to Pratt at second for one, to yes, Wilk at first it. for two, 
And that is a 6-4-3 DP, and two are gone here at the top of the third. And the pitcher's best friend right there. A bloop single and then a double play to get out of it. Nicely done there, Jantz. Great job, Brock. Easy feed to uh, Pratt. Pratt actually got rid of it a little too quick and spiked it, but Wilk is becoming really good at first and just picks it nice and easy. Both first basemen have had their share of picks on the weekend yes, they have. in the series. They've all looked good. Matt Jew will now hit with two out. No one on. The base is clear after the 6-4-3 double play. And that's strike one in from Kiesel. Cougars looking to stay within shouting distance here. The 2-0 deficit. Here at the top of the third. That's a wild pitch for ball one with no one on. Bounces off the padding. So one ball, one strike, two out, and the base is clear for Matt Jew. A 4-6 ground out for Jew in the first. Now three for eight in the series. And that's a chopper to the pitcher. He'll handle and fire. Nice play by Kiesel. And the Cougs are out of the third inning. So a leadoff single, no damage done, though. As on the 1-3 ground out, we go to the bottom of the third. Santa Clara in the top of the third. No runs on a hit, no errors, no one left on. We go to the bottom of three with Santa Clara leading BYU 2-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Leading off the BYU third inning, Dawson Hall out of the nine hole. His first at-bat of the day. And he'll take strike one from Jared Ficus. Hall hits left. And he left the yard in the sixth inning last night with his first BYU home run. A two-run shot, part of a 10-0 win. The 0-1 to Doss. That pops the leather inside for one ball and one strike. So Dawson Hall just getting his first regular reps of the year. Gets his third straight start in left field. Give me ball two. Aiden Latham, the traditional starting left fielder, dealing with a sore knee. It's been Dawson Hall's job this week, into the weekend at least. Josh Cowden got the start at Dixie State there on Tuesday. So Latham has not played this week. The 2-1. Outside for ball three. Three and one to Dawson Hall. So just three hits on the year for Dawson, but they're all extra base hits. Two doubles and a home run. That two-run home run last night. Three and one to Hall. And takes for a full count. Dawson Hall, brother of Jaron. Son of Kalen. Don't forget KJ had time in a BYU football uniform as well. The 3-2. And a swinging strikeout for Dawson Hall. He's down with the forwards facing K. And third K on the day for Jared Ficus. To the top of the order we go. Brock Watkins sitting second here in the third inning. He hits with one out and no one on, and BYU down by a score of 2-0. Greg Rubel and Tuckett Slade, your commentary duo. 
As you mentioned, Kalen, the BYU TV broadcast shows Kalen in the stands here today at Miller Park. That's lifted on a play fouled down the first baseline by Watkins. Kalen Hall, part of a dynamic running back duo with Jamal Willis back in the day here at BYU. Back when I was cutting my teeth as a member of the BYU football broadcast crew on the sidelines. Those are my first two running backs, Kalen Hall and Jamal Willis. That's outside for ball one. One and one to Brock Watkins. Brock struck out in the first. It's his second at-bat. He's now three for nine in the series. Three runs, four RBI. One and one from Ficus to Watkins. That's check swing foul. Back to the backstop. One ball, two strikes. This is the fourth WCC series for both teams. BYU went one and two in each of its first three. Broncos went two and one in each of their first three. BYU's assured of at least two in this series. The one-two, and that's grounded to Ooh. third. Good handle by Jew. The fire to first gets Brock Watkins by a half step. Had to be sure on that. Caught that around belt high. Did Jew, and the bullet to first, and two are gone here in the bottom of the third. So 5-3 ground down, and Ozzie Pratt will now hit after getting a hit in his first at-bat. Extended his hit streak to six games. In the series now, he's five for nine. Two out, no one on for Ozzy. It's the left-handed bat of Ozzy Pratt, and he takes strike one from Ficus. Well, Ficus is doing a good job of keeping the Cougar hitters off balance today. They just can't get comfortable. The 0-1. And that's an opposite field single. He'll drop into left field. And Ozzy's two for two. Just turned into a machine, isn't he? Six for ten in the series. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty impressive. Is that my man? So Ozzy goes the other way. It's two-out single. So BYU's had a one-out single, a one-out single, and now a two-out single for its three hits. But have yet to advance a runner. No runs, three hits for BYU. Two runs, five hits for Santa Clara. The big hit, a solo home run in the second. Ozzie dancing off first base, and Mitch McIntyre takes for strike one. Back-to-back -back lefty bats, the two and three spots, Pratt and McIntyre. BYU's leader in on-base percentage and hits in so many other categories. Mitch McIntyre sets himself in the batter's box and awaits the 0-1 from Jared Ficus, the right-handed starter for Santa Clara, into his third inning of work. Has a 2-0 lead. And that's take for strike two. So Mitch behind 0-2. And, and that was a little low and a little outside. Yeah. And yet the call is strike two. It's a tough pitch right there to get. So Mitch has some work to do. If that's going to be the strike zone, we're going to see what Mitch does with the 0-2 here. See how much of a waste Ficus wants to make with this third pitch. He'll check back Pratt to first first. So Ozzie with two of BYU's three hits on the day. Singling in the first and the third. Stranded in the first inning. He's now on first in the third with Mitch McIntyre at bat. 
Santa Clara 2, BYU 0, bottom 3 here at Miller Park. The sun breaks through. As Mitch McIntyre pops it to short center. Center fielder coming in, and it'll drop as the shortstop goes back, and Ozzie digs him. They'll send him as the shortstop bobbled there in short left field, and that will be... A bloop single RBI turning into a double. Will they call it a double or a single with an error out there in left field? Uh, because the high bounce got away from them, it's not really their fault. It's kind of a field deal. You would think it would be a double in the RBI right there. Just a hustle but, double. Uh, yeah, hustle double right there because uh, they, they didn't misplay it. It just had a really bad bounce that way. They were going to hold yep. Ozzy at third, but there was a bit of a bobble as one of the field. Yeah, the left field tried to barehand it. Yep, sometimes it's about where you hit it and not how hard because Mitch's first at bat, he laced it 100 miles an hour off the bat to right for an out. He hit that one, 72 blooper, and gets an RBI double out of it because of Pratt's speed. So Pratt comes all the way around from first to score. There'll be a double for Mitch McIntyre. He's at second now for Jacob Wilk. So Mitch McIntyre. Extend his reaching streak to 12 games. A fourth RBI in the series as McIntyre is now three for nine against Santa Clara this weekend. Big two-out RBI Wilk. right here, Greg. Cougs make it two to one. And a called strike. It's now 0-2 to Wilk. Jacob struck out swinging in the first. That sky-high hit from McIntyre dropped in no man's land in short left center. Shortstop going back, center fielder coming in, and it just dropped. And Mitch McIntyre ends up on second base, and Ozzie Pratt ends up crossing home plate on a bit of a bobble by the left field, trying to field that off the bounce. Ball one to Wilk, one and two. And it was that bobble that caused Trent to bring Ozzie home in the end after initially thinking of holding him at third. And it was a bouncing ball they were trying to corral there in short left center. The one-two to Wilk. Two out, one on. And that's ripped by Wilk. Will it stay fair? No, it is just fouled down the left field line over the fence, but foul. That was turned on. BYU down two to one. Bottom three here at Miller Park. One ball, two strikes to Jacob Wilk. Tied for BYU's home run lead with five on the year. Come on. The fifth Wilk. came last night. The one-two, McIntyre on second with an RBI double. That's Outside that. edge. Nope, on the appeal. Two balls, two strikes. Come on, Jake. Big knock right here. You can feel the energy in the crowd, the excitement after that long foul ball. The two-out single by Pratt, followed by an RBI double from McIntyre. Cougs have brought, brought, brought themselves to within one, down two to one here in the bottom of the third. Jacob Wilk, rudder in scoring position, and he pops it up. Christophery throws the mask away and makes the catch falling backwards. In foul territory down the third base line, just up the line, Christophery had to make a nice grab and does so falling to his backside for the third out in the bottom of the third inning. But for BYU, one run on two hits. There were no errors. And a runner was left on. We go to the top of the fourth. Santa Clara 2, BYU 1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.